kind of forgot what I usually say. This is bad for our, our little countdown here. We only got 48 minutes. You can leave all this in. Welcome back to Teachers Talk Film. This is episode 34. I'm Pete Ray here with my good friend, fellow teacher, Mitchell Maine. Um, we, we're going to have a 48-minute podcast because uh, we've just been given information that there is a bomb in the convention center of this <laughs> podcast recording room, and it's going to go off in 48 minutes, so... I feel like it's perfect for the the face off episode that our our podcast subscription as poor teachers is running out. We can't afford to buy the new one. <laughs> um, what, are, what are your thoughts there? Do you think we're going to get it off in forty eight minutes? I think so. I would be I would be quite impressed if we could talk about this movie for more than forty eight minutes. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, you know, there's so many. Only so many faces that you can talk about taking off. Um, <laughs> before we get to face off, though, what what's your like one to ten scale with your with school at the moment? Ten is like I'm just the happiest I've ever been. One is like I wish I was dead. Mm, okay, getting deep. I'll, I'm gonna say a neutral five. Oh, lame answer. Yeah, what are you? Ten always? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm probably like a seven or an eight. I feel like we've reached okay. the point in the year where it's just you know what's going to happen is going to happen. Um, there's what what can you do? So I, I've I don't know. I just uh, a little more a little more uh, free flowing. I feel like today was the day that I decided that. You sounded neutral up until the last part, just free flowing. Um, there is something special about eighth hour, just like on a Friday afternoon, summer's approaching, springtime, and you're just sitting there, windows open, sun lurking in. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. You know, you you mentioned windows. My classroom's a lot like the solitary confinement that Nick Cage gets put in in this movie, where <laughs> like I have, I have a skylight so I can look up and see freedom. But other than that, it's just four walls. So I'm looking at four walls. You know, it would be a great classroom management strategy to put kids in those boots, <laughs> and anytime they're trying to act up, just be like, hey, "I'm gonna clip your boots to the ground," and you just know, lock them down. Yeah, you'd have a lot less issues, I imagine. Yeah, that'd be fantastic if school was like prison. <laughs> Some kids think it is. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, they should watch this movie, and their their thoughts might change. Hmm. Um, I wanted I wanted to give you some flowers really quick. Oh, okay. You you were uh, saying that we're you didn't know how many faces we could talk about taking off. Um, yes, 
not saying any stretch of the mind that you you needed to. Okay, I'm just getting this out there. TTF Nation, what? X-ray has no been putting in what? work. X X-ray has been putting in work in the gym, and he has taken off some layers of skin on his face by just grinding. I see it. I see it, bro. I wanted to wait until the pod to let you know. I see it. Well, I think, I think that's. Well, thank you for the flowers, first of all. Um, yeah, of course. There, I, I feel like I have many things running through my head right now. Um, second <laughs> of all, I think we ended the last podcast. I think I maybe got a, a bit defensive about. Yeah, I, I go to the gym. What are you? What are you talking about? I'm I'm ripped, bro. I'm ripped. Um, there, there was no need for me to get defensive about that because up until about uh, maybe a month ago, um, I, that that was just not a thing. I was not a gym bro, but I'm I'm full gym bro now. I'm on creatine. I'm drinking protein shakes. I'm uh, waking up at four in the morning, pumping the iron in the backyard. It's snowy. Um, I'm I'm pulling horse carriages like in Rocky Three. I I've. I've gone full blown. So I'm glad you've noticed. I'm glad you've noticed. You're working out in jeans and a leather jacket uh, in the middle of a blizzard. (laughs) See, I would be the Russian in that scenario. I would be using all the high tech. We should recreate that. And I would, I'll I'll gladly be Rocky. I'll run up the mountain and yeah, you could be on the the machines with all the numbers and that'd be sick. (laughs) That should be our next promo video. (laughs) <laughs> just recreate that scene yeah i was gonna say of all the ones we've made <laughs> that would be that would be a good good marketing campaign of us just recreating famous scenes from movies that is actually genius what, and you could uh um, you good, could give good scene that we could recreate i was gonna say you could choreograph it because you have amazing dance skills behind the camera or in front Thank of the you. camera, I should say. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a fact. We could. It is a fact. It is a fact. It is a fact. And great editing skills too. So you could be in charge of all the editing. Um, kids know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of great scenes out here. We should um, recreate the the boat heist scene in this movie where we're all both on our our little jet boat looking things. And then we jump off and, you know, we really invest in some high tech effects and we get a boat that just blows up mid air, um, which leads us How to much then money our, do you think that that cost? Dude, I was going to ask you the same thing. Once we got into the review, like for some of these scenes in this movie, just what they put like, into it, as far as money for like, a two second shot. We'd have to save up for a while to yeah get a couple. There's like three boats in the scene. There's multiple explosives. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was this was something, man. It's it was hard to hard to like put a number to you know like score it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. It pretty much means nothing, so that's okay. Yeah, we'll the, the discussion is going to mean more, anyways, with this one. <laughs> well, since since you were uh, talking about the gym, let me run this by you real quick. Yes, I would love it. Um, 
I ran I ran a 5k at the gym a couple days ago. Mm. Okay. I, I on the ran treadmill. It in, on the treadmill, yes. Um I, like I ran stock. it in 30 minutes and 1 second. What's you're the you're, you're the runner of the podcast. What I I'm not I know I'm not Usain Bolt quite yet, but what's What's my time ranging? Is that like an 80-year-old woman runs that? Or where, <laughs> where am I at there? You know, that's a almost 28-year-old man with a pretty awesome beard um, just getting back into running. You don't need to compare yourself to anybody, X-Ray. Um, no, but I'd like to. I'd like to. We rate movies <laughs> on this podcast. I, we need to evaluate. We need to judge. Okay. And then I'll be brutally honest. And let me first well, start off by saying, yeah, I'll start off by saying, you know, my time it's dipped quite a bit the past year. I need to, I need to get back on the wagon. Um, 30 minutes in one second. Yep. It'd sound a lot better if it was 29 minutes, 59 seconds. You couldn't just, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't just tone it back. I was, I, I got, it was like. I don't know. I had maybe, I don't know, three tenths of a mile left. And I was at like 29 minutes and I was just pushing the speed on the treadmill. Cause I was like, I got to get under 30. And I, it just, well, as I said, it, it didn't happen. I was a second short, but. Okay. That's okay. You know, I'll tell you this. I hope when I'm 45 ish, <laughs> 40 I think I'll still be running 30 minute 5k's it's a uh, my 5k's right now have been pretty rough I'm like dabbling in like 27 30 range 28 range which is like almost average like it's a, like an 850 ish pace so you were probably at what like a like a 10 10.05 pace. I was all over the place, man. I was all over the place. All over. It was the probably, place. it was, it's uh, right around 10 minute pace. That's, I mean, that's respectable. And that's, that was your first one. Yep. Yep. A voice. Did you ever distance. like, did you ever do like, like a mile, like just timed miles? Yeah, I've done miles in the past. I've done miles. No, but I mean like since you've turned into full gym bro. Or no, did you no, just wake no, up no. and said, I'm just going to run? Yeah, I just I just woke up and said, I think I'm going to run a 5K today. Okay, so that's impressive. All right, well, I'm glad to know I'm on par with 45-year-old you. That's <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I'm not trying to say I'm some... Look, I'm not just some guy. Stepbrothers. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, that's not bad to wake up and say, hey, I'm going to run a 5K. You know, you did more than what 90% of Americans did. And so you should feel accomplished. All right, I'll take it. I just want to know yeah. where I was at, where I was sitting. It's respectable. I'll say that for your first one. It's respectable. I think by All this right. summer, let's get you down to let's get you down to uh, a sub 28. All right. All right, we'll have to keep we TTF Nation um, in the loop. I'm sure they're very interested. Need to know. I do want to hear like, 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 
bench talk? What are you putting up bench? What are you curling? What are you I squatting? Don't bench. No bench for me. Uh, no bench. I'm above bench. Too good for bench. So are you a free weights guy? Dumbbells? Nope. All machines. Dude, the the, the dumbbells, I'm, I'm not going to lie. They, the, the whole room intimidates me. I don't even walk into the room. <laughs> the dumbbell I'm room? Not, the free I'm weights not, room? Yeah, dude. Not there yet. I'm like... Give me my machines. Give me my cords. Give me my pins. Who knows what could happen lifting a dumbbell up over my head at this point. I'm sure I'd be fine, but <laughs> things get a little wild, you know? So what's your favorite machine then? I found this weird squat machine that like you, like, I don't even know how to explain it. You, well, obviously you squat, but there's like, I can't even, it's like almost Is a backpack you wear on the front of you and you put the weights on the sides and then you're on this giant platform. It's kind of cool. You get to stand up above everybody and then you squat on that, but you can put a ton of weight on there cause it's not on the bar. So you just, I mean, I feel, feel like John Travolta, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I, I like the one where you lay down, like you're laying down at like a, what angle is that? Is that like a 45? That's, that's 45, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laying down at like a 45 degree angle and then, you know, like you just lay down and you push up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. I like the one though. This isn't squat. The machine where you like, it like it's the pectoral one. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Your Jesus. Like, yeah. Yeah. Arms all the way out. Yeah. You get Jesus to, to pray hands. Yeah, that's like what that's uh we should call that the Toby Maguire, the Spider-Man. You know, saving the subway. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. yeah. I do yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus yeah, to pray exactly hands, though. Yeah. I like that one. I could I'm like I said, I'm not just some guy. I can really I can really throw some weight around on that thing. Or I used to be <laughs> able to. Mean. I don't know it anymore. Not, not just some guy. You should, you when you introduce yourself to people, that's what you should say. Hi, I'm Mitchell May, not just some guy, in case you thought so. First day of class. Welcome. I'm Mr. Main. I'm an English teacher, but I want you to know, I'm not just some guy. <laughs> Put the well, Chewbacca mask of- on. <laughs> speaking of being guys... Um, what if you could be another guy? Hmm. <laughs> in, <laughs> I know what you're saying, face but off, in the movie Face Off, if you have not seen it, which you should see it if you're listening to this, because we're going to review it here in a second. Um, Nick Cage and John Travolta they switch faces; they become different people. If if you could switch faces with someone, who's Whose face would you switch with, and uh, and why would you do that? Your face. All right, this is enough. This is enough. <laughs> no, no, you no, no. You're... <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you those compliments earlier. I was leading up to the big reveal. No, um, easily Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, back to blood sport. Yep. Just offer it when you asked me that question the other day. That's immediately came to my mind. 
I told you get like, his body as well. Does that the, I come was, over? I was under the impression that it, I do, which was also part of my decision making. Okay. Because there is a quote in this movie. Um, I believe it's Caster Troy. He says, I don't know what I hate wearing worse, your face or your body. <laughs> and so I'm assuming the implication is I get both. Okay. And and like I I think I said it on the Bloodsport episode. He's got a like a face of a respectable kind of preppy guy, definitely respectable, yeah. but then just the body of a god, a Greek god. So you get the surgery done, they patch you up, they take the bandages off. They send you out the hospital. What's the first thing you're going to do in Jean-Claude Van Damme's body? I think I'm immediately getting a one-way ticket to Hong Kong. Um, <laughs> going to purchase the penthouse suite at the tallest hotel possible and go out on the porch patio area and just do the splits looking over my city. <laughs> you love those splits, man. You love those splits. Dude, I do. I got the sticker right here. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I got another I got another answer too. All right, let's hear it. Because I was thinking like I was really getting into this. If you if you switch faces with someone, does that mean and you don't go back to your original face, right? Do you age in that person's face or do you remain the same look forever? Hmm. I think it would probably age naturally, wouldn't it? You're still in their you're in their skin. That's what I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, and so I went under that impression. I would want to age like like Donald Sutherland with his beard. Remind me who Donald Sutherland is. What's he's he um he's an old guy. I think he's like I got him up here. He's eighty seven years old. Um, he's in the Hunger Games. Oh, I got he's you. Like, yeah. He's he just ages well, but you he has want, to have the beard. You want that white hair, that beard? You're that's what you're shooting for. That's what I'm shooting for. Even his young younger days, he looks pretty sweet, straight up like model from California's 1970s <laughs> edition. Here, you know, I would say like if you. If you took the hair that you have on your face now and turn it white, you might look just like this guy. Now you're just trying to compliment me because I complimented you earlier. I'm just being completely like I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of him, and then I'm going back to your face, and it's like again, if the the hair was just white, that would be you. <laughs> I'm also realizing now that his son is Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. Yes, sir. Who, if uh, there's a picture of him with the beard, you know, you kind of look like, are you maybe related to these guys? You could be a long lost cousin or something. Are these guys German? What's their nationality? What's their heritage? Um, That's a great question that I have it's no Kiefer idea. Kiefer Sutherland. I don't, I need to see a picture. I'm going to Google. I don't look like that guy. They're, they're Canadian. They're Canadian. I don't look like Kiefer Sutherland, man. 
Don't don't ever say if that. There's again. a there's one picture. I found <laughs> one picture where you look like him. That's it. Is he wearing a beard? Yes, he's got a beard. beard. Uh, it looks like he's got a little stubble. Yeah. Mm. Okay, maybe. Yeah. It kind of looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi a little bit. Okay, then yeah, I'd for sure look like him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mitchell, Maine, Sutherland. Um, you could be the next great actor. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland in 24. Is that the TV show? Yeah, it's on a while ago. I think every yeah, episode was. was over an hour. It's kind of a cool idea. Never watched. I would not. So. No, I would not want to be a TV actor like that. No, sir. Uh-uh. Wow, just punching down on TV actors. They get no respect, man. <laughs> and not from you either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Donald Sutherland's got my respect, though. All right. He's earned it. He's got white hair. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What about you? What, I'm. You know, I, I thought for a bit and I was like, you know, it's obviously you want to be like star athlete. Like LeBron James is a pretty easy answer. But then I think, yeah, no, but I can't pick that. So then I started thinking about it more. I think I'd like to just kind of put it to fate and I'd like to just be a random like nine-year-old kid okay <laughs> the, the terror that I could cause as a nine-year-old kid and people would just laugh it off like oh he's just a kid dude the world would be mine I'd know how to drive I'd know how to do all these things but in a nine-year-old's body I people would people would bow to me I could do whatever I pleased just a cute little nine-year-old kid I could do whatever I wanted. And so what would your first heist entail? What would you do? Would it involve blowing up convention centers? Would it involve um, Mm. hanging around someone else's wife? Um, Mm. Yeah, probably both those things to start. And then (laughs) after that... um, you know, what's what's something that nine-year-olds can do that adults just can't anymore? I'd probably go putt-putt golfing. Like, you, I, I can do that as an adult, but it, I feel like it's more fun as a kid. And what? imagine a nine-year-old kid just showing up to putt-putt golf by himself. That'd be awesome. That'd be sick. I'd own that place. And I'd be a baller. I'd be, I'd be raking in tickets. I'd be buying teddy bears. For hot moms, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> Play a little, uh, a little arcade afterwards. Yeah, not yeah. have people look at you weird, like you're not a 28 year old kid. Yeah, I could hit up Chuck E. Cheese. It's been a while since I've been in like the play area of a McDonald's. I could just do all those fun kid things again. You know what I would do? When was the last time you like? Honestly, honestly, when was the last time you like fully sprinted, like put it all on the line for like a good 40, 50 yards? Well, I don't know if you heard, but I ran a 30 minute 5K. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a great question. That's a great question. You know what question. I mean, though? Like when you were just back in the day in the neighborhood, like playing cops and robbers, like you would 
I felt like when you would run in those days, like flying. Never yeah. Yeah. And never I was tired, just flying. Either. If I yes. do that now, you know, I'm icing for two to three business days. The um the first year that I coached basketball, we had this super fast kid on our team, and I was like, oh, I bet I could could keep with him. You know, it was like kind of a running joke all all season that he was faster than me and I would never race him. Like I was, I'm like, I'm not stooping to your level. I'm a grown adult. And then the like second to last practice of the season, I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this. Let's race down and back. Mm. It's a problem. First, you know, we, we did the down. We hadn't done the back yet. We did the down and I was kind of keeping with him. I could tell he was going to beat me. So I grabbed onto him. I was like, I'm going to cheat if I'm going to lose. (laughs) <laughs> and he, he beat me on the he beat me on the back and then I sprinted so hard and hadn't hadn't done that in so long that in about 10 minutes I threw up in the trash can in front of a <laughs> like 10 eighth grade boys no way seriously yes way that's a true story from a one sure. down and back from a one down and back I I gave it everything that I had and I think my body was like wait a second we haven't done that in a long time <laughs> It just freaked out. Was like, we we need to get rid of things here. You're like Joey Diaz in the longest yard. <laughs> Give me a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, lay it on the ground. Yeah, asking, yeah, some kids to get me a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, it was not one of my finer moments, but hey, that humbled me. That humbled me. I mean, it's hard to have a lot of pride when you're you're throwing up in a trash can at a basketball practice that you're supposed to be coaching. Yeah. But hey, look <laughs> at you now, baby. Waking up, just randomly doing 5Ks. Yeah. Yeah. The down and back might still be tough, though. We That's should race. We should do one down and back, you and I. Okay. I bet you'd beat me, honestly. Yeah, I think I'd smoke you. I think yeah. I'd smoke you. I'm, I'm man enough to admit, I think I think you got me. But if we ran a, if we ran any distance, you would like if we even ran a mile, I'd be done for. You'd have me. I I uh, last summer, I woke up one day and I was just like, I'm gonna just do a half marathon today, and <laughs> I did, and my pace was just horrendous. It was bad. It was like eleven minutes, but yeah. I I was on I was on our main road, um, you know, P road. And I was right on the sidewalk, man. Everybody. It's like 12 o'clock. The four-lane road? No, like I was on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Like not in the road, but like, you know, people saw me. They knew Mm -hmm. I was struggling. And they saw Mm -hmm. me just absolutely shred my ankle when I was trying to turn. And I rolled on the ground. And I fell and I was hobbling. This was mile. This was mile seven. No, this was eight mile. I remember it was eight mile because I remembered I was thinking of Eminem. Dude, I think <laughs> you've mentioned eight mile on this podcast like twenty times in our thirty-four episodes. <laughs> I think we need to maybe watch that one week. Um, it's is it on streaming? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it was rough, man. Yeah, I was hobbling my way home. I got home and there was just like huge bruise from the bottom of my ankle up into like my shin dang so but hey i persevered yeah we have no shame here we have no shame i quite like it yeah no i figured you tell the down and back throw up in the trash can 
I'll return the favor. I'll return the favor. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get into face off. Um, synopsis for face off: An anti-terrorism anti-terrorism agent goes under the knife to acquire the likeness of a terrorist and gather details about a bombing plot. This features John Travolta, Nick Cage. Um, Caster Troy may be one of the best <laughs> villain names ever. Um, Sean Archer, I mean, that he was born to be a cop with the name Sean Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, what What are your immediate thoughts of Face Off? This is the this is the childhood. I mentioned it earlier, but this is the childhood cops and robbers story for adults. I feel like yeah. mixed mixed with like a little, uh, not Jekyll and Hyde per se, but my mind did go to Jekyll and Hyde at one point in this. Um, but at the end of the day, it's two hours of guys holding guns up to each other. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were so many moments where. It, it was exactly what you said. Two guys holding guns up at each other. And I was, it was just like, I just had to like kind of look off, not at the TV into the distance and just be like, no one's going to get shot or die in this scene. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing is really going to happen here for 15 minutes straight. Well, no. And then they're shooting at each other. Like when they're behind, like when they're like have a shield in front of them. And then when they're both out in the open, they just stop immediately and they're just pointing their guns at each other. What happened? Yeah, the the only bullet that hits anything is the bullet in the first five minutes of the movie that kills Sean Archer's son. And it hits yeah. two people. And the rest of the bullets hit no one. Which looks like it hits Sean Archer solely in the back, but apparently it got the kid right in the head too. <laughs> Not only does it go through his back and the kid's head, it leaves some blood splatter on the carousel of the horse. Like that, that shot was just like ridiculous. It reminded me of like a, like one of our students making a movie like for film. Yes. That's what it have looked like. It would have looked just like that a little ketchup blood, little, little uh, filter on the camera. Oh, dramatic the music. Was- so bad the the filter the editing the fact that the one of the first shots is a close-up on nick kate's mustache like drinking out of the straw that that happens like 30 seconds in the movie and i was like all right this is my kind of movie we got we got mustaches and snipers on the hill this is pretty this is gonna be awesome man it was I told the story. One of my former students, this is his favorite movie, and I can see why. What kind of what kind of demographic do you think this is aimed towards? I, I who, think who, I who's probably, watching this? I think I probably said this during the Bloodsport review. I think I did. I say dudes rock at some point. You I feel did. Like I yeah, said yeah. that maybe multiple you did. times. You did. And much like Bloodsport, get a bunch of dudes in a room and just watch this movie. That's that's <laughs> who it's um, that's who its demographics are. And you know what? Probably people who don't use a ton of deodorant. That's their demographic. <laughs> 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 uh, 
you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of Halo fans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They they just uh, no I won't <laughs> never mind I was gonna diss on some people but I won't do that we no, we accept no, all no. here we do um, we do I do like you said people pointing guns at each other I saw John the fourth John Wick we talked about it haven't talked mm-hmm. about it on here though but the the cool thing about John Wick is like the choreography of the fights is like it's awesome like there's a reason to watch the fight scenes they're cool cool things are happening. The fighting styles are different. They're using cool weapons. It's the exact opposite here. Nothing cool is happening when these guys are shooting guns at each other. Somebody needs a shield. Somebody needs something different than pointing guns at each other. Because, as you said, that's exactly what this movie is. Do you think uh, Cage and Travolta, you think they did all their own stunts with this? (laughs) Uh, are, I, I hope you're ask, asking that very sarcastically because there were, I bet, seven times in this movie where it was so clear that the, the stuntman was doing these things. Like, he didn't even have the same facial structure as Nick Cage. <laughs> For a movie about facial structure, I would think that they would do a little bit better with the stuntman hiding. It was so bad. When he gets killed by the jet engine, when he gets pushed back into the cage, that man, (laughs) that man could not even be closely mistaken for Nick Cage if you saw him from 100 miles away. It was so, so bad. I do remember thinking, I was like, so what happened to Nick Cage? (laughs) (laughs) He got body snatched. He's gone. This is a different man. <laughs> I think when the, the boat jump happens too, there's a scene that it's like, it, even in slow motion, and it's like, that's nah, not Nick Cage. That's not him. <laughs> Speaking of Nick Cage, though, I'm giving out flowers this episode. I want to give out some flowers to his facial expressions. <laughs> Specifically in the first, like, 15 minutes. Like, when he's yes. doing the, uh, like... Uh, the gospel choir when he's like Dude. going over there wearing the the necklace and just overacting is an understatement here. Like, what did what do you what did they tell him to do? He does it well, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I just wrote. I I took a few notes for this, and my second the first note is mustache on the straw. I mentioned that already. <laughs> Second note is Nick Cage is not real because I don't you asked the perfect question. What do they tell him to do? Like imagine being the director of this and maybe you don't tell him what to do and he just goes and does that and you're like, what? well, I can't really tell him to do anything else because that was just so beyond anything that we could possibly get back to. Uh, it is it is insane. <laughs> the eyes, the yeah, the I, I don't, and I've always heard that about Nick Cage, but I mean, in like National Treasure, he's not like all that crazy. Like, I feel like that's the most popular Nick Cage movie now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, it all came, I, I, under, I understood it after this movie of how just ridiculous it is. There is some, I wonder how much they did let him kind of just freestyle it. Uh, Cause it does take some talent, right? I'm not trying to say he's 
he's he's doing good things here because he's on both ends of the spectrum playing Sean's character and then also playing Caster Troy. Like he plays them both really expertly, and maybe that's why they made him so weird and crazy as Caster Troy, so that distinction could be that much more clear. But yeah, it's it, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I I did feel that he and John Travolta were a great a great pair for this this movie just because like John Travolta is a weird actor too. Like he's not a normal in Pulp Fiction in Greece. He's just, he's kind of over the top. He's when you, when, I don't know, when I see him in movies, I'm like, this is, it's weird. It's like, you know, you're watching, you know, you're watching a movie when he's in it. And I feel like Nick Cage is the same way. So our national treasure and uh, wild hogs, two of your favorite films. <laughs> oh, I forgot all about Wild Hogs. What a terrible, atrocious movie. Yeah, Shelby likes Wild Hogs. Yeah, and I, I definitely, I definitely, I've seen it many times back in the day before I became, you know, I don't even know what we are now, but before our taste had changed. We're just, we're him, as the kids would say, we're him. <laughs> Uh, um another John Travolta question is is he bald by choice or did do you think he lost his hair like presently cuz he yeah yeah. yeah IRL today I mean with these celebrities almost like you have to say it's by choice because they have all the money like he could have hair if he wanted to have hair can he I, you would think so he's got a nice head of hair in this movie yeah, and in Greece, it's like insane. And Pulp Fiction, come on, it's like the best hair of any movie ever, maybe. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's got to be by choice. Nothing Google can't tell us. You know, I think that if people were to listen to this podcast as like do some psychoanalysis on us, they would determine that we are afraid of going bald. I think we've talked about this a few times before. <laughs> he, um, ooh, the U.S. Sun posted February 11th. Why is John Travolta bald? Ooh, um, hard-hitting. Hard-hitting journalism. <laughs> We're used to seeing him on screen with different hairstyles. However, he has decided to sport a bald look in recent years. Uh, <laughs> it's unclear why John decided to keep his hair bald. Well, there wow, we have it. They got you. <laughs> they got you with that click. Yeah, they did. Clickbait. I saw the head of hair with the bald right next to him. And yeah. He's got a nice beard now, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's no Donald Sutherland, that's for sure. That's for sure. Maybe he just wanted to rip his own face off and try something new. Yeah. Sport maybe new look. Um, I, I, we have to compare this to Bloodsport and Blade, okay. right? It's just in that, we, in that I, category. I, agree. I, I thought I was going to really like this maybe more than, maybe more than Blade or more than Bloodsport after the first, like, I don't know, 30 minutes. Like it was just insane explosions, everything going on. It was too much for me when caster troy got sean archer's face like i was like no this is too much one mm -hmm. face was enough 
one face was interesting. <laughs> when, when he wakes up out of the coma, I was like, the I was like, no, this is unacceptable. This is not okay. This is this is too much. Well, how are the how is the wife and the kid like so oblivious to the fact that it's that that's not Sean? Like it's totally he's walking and smoking cigarettes, being all yeah. aggressive with his wife. It's like <laughs> clearly not him. Not him. Not him. But I agree I with did. you. Yeah, it was just crazy. I did have the realization that this it it's kind of Shakespearean. Like Shakespeare mm. plays are off the chain. This is this is off the chain. I could see Shakespeare watching this and being like, "That this is the best movie of all time." Mm. It's maybe that's kind of where I was getting at with Jekyll and Hyde too, because it is very like. The story is kind of cool. Like, honestly, yeah. I like the story. The execution is a, poor. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very much so. Like if this was, if this was a sci-fi movie, it'd be awesome. It'd be cool. Yeah. It's almost uh, reminds me of Ex Machina because mm. it's like the robot has a human face and we can't discern the difference of like what those are. But yeah, we, we go a very different route in, in face off. This, you choosing this movie, and this is no disrespect, but you choosing to do Face Off is like creating a lesson plan that you think is going to go really well, but then when you do it, it doesn't go very well, but then at the end of it, you're like, eh, well, that didn't go so well, and then you just keep moving. (laughs) That's what this experience was. (laughs) You do just move on. I'm glad we're both moving on because... Yeah, I watched it. I finished it. And like I said, when I picked it, it's something I've wanted to watch for a while. I've just always heard about it. It, it did not live up to the expectations. Um, no. But but I'm I'm still happy I went through it. Still happy I'm, I we did it. Yeah, I'm glad we watched it. And we could go deeper. Um, like thinking about the Jekyll and Hyde, I think it's interesting to think about how the different people around these characters acted once they had the shift, like um, Sean Astor, Archer, sorry, his coworkers like him more apparently when he is um, in the other body or like when Caster Troy's playing him. So it kind of shows yeah. like how people like evilness sometimes if, for lack of a better term. Um, but anyways, I don't want to get too deep into it because this movie doesn't deserve that analysis i feel like <laughs> you know to to counteract what you just said for trying to go a little deeper can we just talk about the moment where caster troy shows up he, he's really sean archer he meets with his bald friend that he's mm-hmm. is like the drug dealer and he's he's t- he's talking about getting He's talking about getting Sean Archer's face, and he was like, he just keeps saying, I want his face off. I want his face off. He says it three times. It's like, yep, that's the title of the movie. (laughs) We got it. it. (laughs) Uh, This is, this is something. I'm going to, I hope you haven't looked at the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes yet, because it's going to blow you away. Okay, good. What did you rate this? Oh, I gave it a 60 or a 55. I gave it a 60. 
I gave it a 65. Okay. Enjoyable enough, but just that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at my Blade score. I gave it a 65, and I was like, this is not better than Blade. No chance. No. I think yeah. you need to rewatch Blade. I think you're really dabbling in the 85 range with Blade. <laughs> That's what I I looked at it. And I was like, I like Blade. Blade's probably like a 95 in my heart, but on the objectively, it's yeah, it's in the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Well, the critics gave Face Off a 92. No, the critics. Yeah, audience 82. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's gotta be Travolta and Cage, right? It's that's gotta I be guess the bias. So. Maybe in nineteen ninety seven, we were two years old. Maybe they maybe were they at like the height of their careers where they it's gotta be like, it's like in Heat when Robert De Niro and Al Pacino were together and people were just like, Oh my god, they've never been together. Like this is insane. I bet it was a little bit like that. Yeah, I believe that. That makes sense. All right, so a, Unreal. a 60 from me, a 65 from you. Yes, sir. All right, I, mm. I think we're we're about, yeah, I think we're about right. The critics are, the critics are <laughs> crazy off. Way off, way off. But that's okay. Right. I think I'm going to redeem us next week. Okay, yes, that's what I was about to say. The, the bomb's about to explode. Um, <laughs> what's, what, what's our pick for next time? Um. 1987, Steven Spielberg, Empire of the Sun. Oh. Never seen it. Me either. Okay, good, good. Yeah, young Christian Bale. Yeah, and I mentioned I was, uh, I I undervalued Steven Spielberg, so I'm good. I'm glad there's a good pick. What's it it streaming on? Uh, it's on uh, HBO Max, baby. HBO All Max. All right. Max. Yeah. The Max. All right. Empire that's of next Sun. Time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited for that one. It, it is over two hours and 30 minutes by two minutes. So give me wow. some grace. Um, but uh, hey. You know what? This look, I, you deserve it. I, okay. I've done terrible things to our, our listeners and you. Yeah. It's okay. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, But that'll be next time. Until then, TTF Nation, thank you. Admittedly, not our best breakdown of a film (laughs) with this one. And I'm okay with that. Um, But hey, do your homework. Stay up to date on things. And peace out. Peace out.